from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. So, talk about crack-ups. We had a major cryptocurrency crash this past week. And I'd go through some intro stuff, but I'm not sure I understand it. FTX is the company, and they've gone down, and their owner or CEO has gone down, and there's corruption in the middle of this. So it's a very ugly story. The banking system did not go down. That's the good news. But this whole whole story looks pretty awful. So we're going to call on John Carney, Breitbart News Editor, Economics and Finance and the Breitbart Business Digest. John, you have been writing up a storm on this, and this is a very ugly story. But as you note in your thing, this is um, this uh, did not bring down the banking system. Uh, this was um, a Lehman Brothers story with no bailout, not a Bear Stearns story where there was a sort of quasi bailout by J.P. Morgan. So, John Carney, what can you tell us about this? What should people know? Because everybody's interested in crypto, and a lot of people own crypto. So where to begin is what FTX is. FTX is an exchange where you can buy different kinds of cryptocurrencies. Uh, it was one of the more popular exchanges. It had been valued by venture capitalists at $32 billion earlier this year. Oof. It's now valued at zero. So this is, you know, it has gone all, it, it, they filed for bankruptcy on Friday. So it, this is, you know, was one of the high flyers of the entire crypto space, and it has now crashed all the way down. Well, that's something. What did you say, $32 billion to zero? $32 billion to zero. It, this was a place where if you had, say, you know, Bitcoin and you wanted to trade it for another kind of cryptocurrency, if mm -hmm. you wanted to take dollars and turn them into cryptocurrencies, that's what you could do. It was run by a young man named Sam Bankman-Fried, mm -hmm. who uh, himself was a billionaire before he was 30 years old because he had founded this company. And he had another company that was a hedge fund, Alameda Research. Mm. And what exactly, Alameda Research is based in, in Hong Kong. FTX is mainly based in uh, the Bahamas. Which, by the way, can be red flags, right? When you have these companies mm. that are based, you know, he's an American kid. Why are all his companies based all over the world? Well, one reason might be because he was looking for a jurisdiction that wasn't going to mess about with what he was doing. Mm. And uh, so right now, people who had put money into the FTX exchange can't get at it at all. Mm. Because there's unlike with banking, where deposits are protected from bankruptcy, or even frankly securities exchanges, where uh, you know if your broker goes under, you have a SIPIC, which is a you know insurance for your brokerage account. Mm -hmm. Those are bankruptcy remote accounts, meaning they don't get automatically stayed in a bankruptcy. Your deposit, if a, a bank can't really go bankrupt, but if it did your deposits would still be available to you. That's not the case in these crypto exchanges because they are not registered securities brokers. They're not banks. There's no lender of last resort to bail them out. The Fed can't step in here. There's no, you know, there's no FDIC. So 
people who had money on the FTX exchange can't get it. They're going to be in bankruptcy court with everybody else and behind any other creditors that are there. You're just a general creditor right now to this exchange. One of the things that seemed to have happened is this exchange lent possibly tens or let's say $10 billion, the Wall Street Journal reported, of customer funds Mm. to the hedge fund Alameda run by the same guy and apparently sometimes run out of the very same offices. So they seem to have lacked sort of a, you know, a wall between the exchange and the related hedge fund. And that seems very dodgy. And, you know, I I do think, you know, uh, criminal investigations will be launched into what was going on here. That one has a Bernard Madoff feel to it. It really does. Um, And, you know, who knows what was in the, you know, like the agreements that people checked off. But look, I don't think anybody understood, particularly not this. Apparently, this came as a surprise to the venture capitalists who had, you know, a lot more access to how these things were supposed to be working. Mm. Um, that that Sam Bagman Freed could transfer money out of FTX into his private hedge fund. That seems very strange. Uh, I think a lot of customers will feel like they were defrauded, and I'm sure both, you know, the SEC as well as the Justice Department are going to be investigating what exactly happened here. The company had he's resigned from being the CEO, uh, but you know that's that's not much protection. Hmm. He was a billionaire; he no longer is. It's not clear how much of his assets were still tied up in these companies. There are, I've read reports that said he owns maybe a hundred million dollars, maybe more than that of property down in the Bahamas that he had bought, you know, the, the condos and luxury, mm. uh, uh, you know, estates down there. I'm, you know, they, I think we're going to have to learn a lot more about what happened here, but it does seem like, you know, that there is, there's almost no customer protection in this space. I don't think a lot of people realize how exposed they were. So we're talking about, you know, this is, people call it the Wild West. I wouldn't say Wild West. I would say it's pre-1930s financial regulation, right. Wall Street. You know, oh. it's like we, Wild West doesn't capture what it is. This is back in the day before we had, you know, a 33 act or a 34 act that actually, you know, got a hold of what uh, securities firms were allowed to do. So John Carney, uh, for people listening to this, um, I mean, if they're trading Bitcoin or you know, other cryptocurrencies, what should they do? I mean, Bitcoin lost 21% this past week. I'm sure it had a lot to do with this. And then also, John, I mean, so do you stop trading? Do you get out of cryptocurrencies altogether? What, 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 what advice can you give people who are listening to this uh, disaster story? So one thing I would say is be very careful of who your custodian is. For Bitcoin, for instance, you don't even need a custodian. You can actually hold the key, meaning, you know, which is just a long string of numbers that will let you access your Bitcoins and transfer them around. But if your cryptocurrencies are sitting on an exchange somewhere, which apparently, you know, that is the most common way for a normal person in cryptocurrency to you know, own their cryptocurrencies, you have to be worried at this point. I don't think you know 
that uh, that it is safe. FTX was not a you know edgy or fly by night firm. It was a very mainstream firm. You know, had money from Sequoia Capital. You know, the like, mm. very prominent venture capitalist firms were backing it. So this was not like you know some very dodgy fly by night operation. So I would say I would be very concerned about who your custodian is, who holds your stuff, because again. This isn't bankruptcy remote. If the company that's holding your stuff enters bankruptcy, you will not have some sort of privileged access to it the way you would with a normal securities account or a bank account. And so, you know, yes, there are probably safer ones, but I, there's so little transparency in this space mm. that I wouldn't be able to tell you how to tell who the safer one is. Again, there's not really good regulation about this, and there's definitely no insurance available you know, no FDIC, no CIPIC, nothing preventing you from having your coins lost if the company goes into bankruptcy. Uh, John Carney, what is is Coinbase an exchange also? Yes. And Coinbase so, is safe? It, so I would say it's one of the safer ones because what because they say they are not trading their clients' assets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you know, that would be one I would point to as one that I would feel more comfortable with. The problem is I, I've seen some of, uh, some of the companies online refer to coins as cash. So when they say they have a cash position, do they mean that that's their dollar position or are they talking about backing your dollar deposits or your Bitcoin deposits with other cryptocurrencies, it's not clear to me what the industry standard is. And that's troubling because let's say, you know, I have money in, you know, one kind of cryptocurrency, but, and you say, yeah, well, we're not holding exactly that cryptocurrency, but we have a different one. And that other one collapses. Now you might not be able to pay me back in the cryptocurrency that I thought I had on account with you. So that's a big problem. Uh, and I don't think we, you know, we, this stuff hasn't been a lot around enough. And frankly, I think it's really Congress's job to legislate in this area, trying to appoint, uh, you know, try, trying to regulate this with rules written in the 1930s, mm. you know, deciding whether it's a security or, you know, is it a bond, is it a stock, which is it closer to? I don't think that's really going to fit very well. You know, the, the year FM radio was first invented, uh, <laughs> that's where that's when the regulations are from. So it's not going to work. We need updated laws. And Congress shouldn't try to pump this to the regulators. They should actually, you know, write the rules the way they did the first time around. Right. I'm, no- I'm noticing just in the last minute, John Carney, um, the banks did fine this week. I mean, I'm looking at. City was Citigroup was up eleven percent. Goldman seven and a half. Bank of America. So it didn't affect the banking system. It just was. That's it. right. The banking system is very remote from this. Right. They, you know, they 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 they're, they've edged around some of this cryptocurrency stuff, but I don't think there's any threat to the greater banking system from this. And frankly, that's one of the reasons that this these guys couldn't get bailed out by a bank. Yep. Because no bank will touch FTX. They don't want anything to do with it. So $32 billion to zero. That's pretty cool, John Carney. That's really great. It's crazy. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know the old Wall Street saw 
do you how do you how do you get a small fortune? <laughs> you start, start with, with a very big one. <laughs> John Carney of Breitbart. I don't know. I don't mean to make light of it, but it is, you know, it's got its sick, humorous parts of it. Thank you, John. We appreciate it very much. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring in media expert uh, Joe Concha next. I'm Larry Kudlow. Please stick around. We'll be right back. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. 